It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. All right, welcome back to the Boys 161st Street, episode 210. Today is June 24th, 2022, and Judge hits another walk-off for the Yankees against the Houston Astros this time. Um, this team just is good. How are we doing, fellas? Happy Friday. Happy Friday. Good morning. Game yeah. of the year last night. That was lovely. You yeah. think so? 100%. I said it, I think, after the game that it was probably a top – five game I've ever seen in the regular season as a Yankees fan at least. So I would all say time. definitely all time. There just I mean there, there were like high yeah I didn't say there just weren't like high stakes, but it was still very, very cool. As yeah, far as season. pure entertainment goes. Well, the stakes, stakes are pretty stakes, high though. The stakes are I mean it's the how they have a twelve oh, cool. game lead. And uh, well no but the, I mean me 14, 14 game win streak on at home that you're defending against the Astros, who we just you, I still don't like the Astros. I don't know about you guys. I think Not I fan. hate the Astros more than the Red Sox right now. Maybe that'll go away in a couple of years, but as of right now, they're the team I hate the most in Major League Baseball. So that's good enough for me. And at the same time, too, like the Yankees have been constantly. They're obviously winning a ton of games at 52 wins now or 51, whatever it is. They like they don't. They've been told they haven't won against good opponents for all the whole season at this point. So, yeah. I mean, the Astros are one of the top teams in the power rankings and then one of the top teams in the AL. One of the teams we're probably going to have to go through uh, or they're going to have to go through us, excuse me, in the race to the World Series. So, um, at least winning this game is, I, I think it's a good measuring stick for, for, for teams, especially outside of the AL East, because we've only played the only good teams I feel like we've played off the top of my head, are in the AL East. Is that totally. fair? I mean, That's played, fair. I mean, the White Sox we played, but the White Sox aren't were hurt. And I would say this is the toughest team we've faced, and it's nice to see us doing that against them. And not just like we've we've walked off how many games this season? This is nine. Like, this yeah, is nine this is so far. Nine, yeah. And this is against a good team, so that's just nice to see. And they did their usual thing, like what you expect the Astros to do. I mean, Jordan Alvarez hits a home run. Alex Bregman hits a home run. Both three own shots. It was it... also Stanton and Hicks both three own shots. Kind of crazy that the first twelve runs of the game all came via the three run home run. That I think crazy. it might be time to uh, have a very much needed Hicks conversation. But I brought it up last episode, and I, and I know we talked about, it, and obviously for those who don't. You don't, don't get know. off the sun Hicks for on the a sun. single. No, you want to take him off because he had he beat a beat the shift for the single. You don't get off the sun for that. No, I want to take him off because or two weeks. I wanted, 
I want to take him off because he had been hitting well all of June, which he still that's still true to this day. But we were all saying saying that in order to get off the sun, you need to have a specific. What? Can you what? Yeah, you just like stop talking. You're in the middle of a sentence. I froze. I froze. In order to get off the sun, you need to have a big moment, and that was a pretty big moment. Yet last week, or last night, last week, he had a moment where he could have come up in a big spot where he he didn't get he didn't get out. So that was. I mean, this definitely not the moment. This is what we've been waiting for him to do for literally like the entire year is come up and like just get a hit or do something with runners on runners scoring position. And this, I feel like, was the only time he's done it all year um, in a big spot. And that mixed in with, you know, a couple of good games that he's been having just in general with, you know, getting on base, like, you know, getting some dinky singles or whatever. Maybe it's not dinky singles, but just kind of, you know, doing a lot better than what he was doing before. He had that clutch uh, triple the other game that should have, you know, that he, he pimps a triple, but he's been doing a lot more with in, in the big moments, which is what we've been asking him to do for a while. And um, it's a, it's very, very, very nice to see. And I hope he keeps it up. Yeah. And I mean, like we said, if he's a guy, we talked about X factors last episode, if he's a guy who's doing that for us in big moments. And I mean, I saw the video last night that was his, his they put the side by side of his home run off the foul pole and the home run last night. And it's just, it looked pretty similar. I guess that's it just his swing. It looked exactly the same. Yeah, I, I, that's just his swing, and he pimps it. And say, say what you want about the guy, but he can pimp a home run. He can, he, really he can, can pimp a fucking home he, run. He, and he a can pimp anything, really. <laughs> he can pimp a walk. Dude loves pimping walks. Yeah, yeah. I mean, do we do we have the do we have the sun conversation now, or do we? Yeah, I, I, I think I'm, you have ready to, to. I'm ready to send my vote. You guys know how I feel. I think it's time. So I'm going to say yes. I think, I think he comes off the sun today. I think he deserves it. I think he deserves it. As the sun purist, <laughs> I will <laughs> say he deserves it. So we can take him off. But uh, I knew still there was another, another member of this oh, I thought, panel I thought, here. I thought you had already cast your vote. But I will say if he does come off, we cannot be that quick to put him back on because like you can't just come off and on willy-nilly so keep that in mind i know that's kind of what i was gonna say <clears throat> excuse me i would definitely vote for him to uh come off just i don't know how you don't after that but that uh, would not shock me one bit if he finds himself back there by the end of this year so he's off i mean it, I, it's just against the astros and the twins the dude just turns into fucking hank aaron but yep. i don't know i don't know why can't do it in a big spot against the Orioles, but for some reason, when he plays those two teams, he's very good. Um, I don't trust it. I don't trust it. But I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna vote yes to take him off. But I still don't trust it. So you don't think there's any way that that's like a coming over the hill moment where he's? I mean, not no, back absolutely in the traditional not. sense. I don't like, either. No, <laughs> no, no. I don't no. think he's gonna. So you think he's gonna just go right back to being absolutely terrible? Yeah. <laughs> but we're taking him off the sun. Yeah. Well, that's not that's not a part of it. The intrinsic like value I mean, of him potentially doing bad not, later is not a reason to not take him off the sun. Well, it kind of go back. No, when no, you're taking him off the sun, a, a sun is not a, p- a future predictor. No, it's not. But it's also like if we're, I'm at least pulling him off out of respect for what he did last night, and 
coherence that's with how he's been okay. Yeah. So like for that kind of thing, our expectations uh, for the sun are now have to be lower because he came off. The no, sun. I don't think so. I mean, I think he did a lot. He did a, he did a lot to get off the sun. I mean, a couple big moments, but he also did a lot to get on the sun. So let's not forget about that. So I think I think there was it's rightfully so that he's being taken off, but I think he damn well deserved it in the beginning. And but to Chandler's point, I do think that he can go on a stretch just like he did in the beginning of the season and suck for the next two months and we have this conversation again. So I think there should be a buffer of like X amount of months before you can be put on the sun again. Or X amount of episodes before you can be put on the sun again. So we'll eyeball it, but I, I, I think, think it's just a I field test. Yeah, yeah. I agree. But uh, I, I think it will it will happen. I agree with with Chandler. I don't. I'm not. I'm not. <laughs> I'm not sold on this uh, this uh, spike of um, being good. I, I think. Mean, they, yeah. Think about it this way: if the game's on the line tomorrow, same situation, Hicks is probably like nine or ten on people that you want up. Yeah, yeah no, I mean, that, 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 that home run that home run was the the like you, you played the simulation game. That was the one out of a hundred that that outcome is Hicks hitting a home run in that spot. And I'm very happy that it did happen. And because it happened, what are you shaking your head for, Murph? No, I'm, it was crazy. I'm yeah, no, that's you. the one the one time in agreement. Yeah, that's I mean, that's just not, not <laughs> when you're when you're not saying things, it seems like you don't agree. Um but yeah, no, it, that's the one time out of a hundred that he does that, and because he did that, welcome off the sun. But we we are not going to sit here and act like we don't. We, we're met, we're men of numbers, and if you if you if you if you regress back to the mean or the law of averages, he's he's going to be bad. Um, I, I hope still not. can't believe he hit that home run though. I still cannot believe it. I thought there was no chance in hell that he was going to do anything productive at all. I mean, dude, that's the difference between this team, man. I mean, sure. We, I feel like we've said this every episode, but it needs to be said. This team's different, and you take us back to last year and put us in the same situation. We're not, we're not winning that baseball game. We're just, we're not. We're, we're giving. We're not in. giving in a chance to win it. There's not people on base for that to happen last year. Yeah. Well, here's the thing in that situation too. I think it. I think last year we put, we would punt that spot. We're down three. I think in that spot they would totally be. That would be a licky moment where it's like, oh, we're three away. That's that's totally a spot where Boone would punt it away. I think that's something that's changed this year. Is obviously the depth in the the bullpen, and you know the just overall grit of the fellas. Just not no lead safe, and that's another example. We talked about it last episode, and it was just like, you know, we they have the most safe lead on our side, but the least safe lead against because they've had so many comeback wins. Mm-hmm. And it's just, it's nuts. but I, I do think last year that would be a spot where you know it that was something we got angry about all the time is that they were punting games that were seemingly winnable or not out of reach. And, you know, that is the difference this year. Speaking of people that absolutely suck, um, (laughs) professional segue (laughs) and to a guy that spent some time on the sun previously and is no longer on the Yankees. Did you guys (laughs) see that? uh, I know we we shouldn't bring up former Yankees, but I don't care. Uh, Clint Frazier or (laughs) excuse me, uh, he wants to be called Jackson Frazier now. Is that correct, or did I get porched again? No, that's that's a hundred percent correct. That's like a uh, oh, excuse me. 
that is one of the probably something he's going to bitch about how the Yankees like wouldn't let him be his true identity. They forced him to be Clint, which is arguably the worst <laughs> name in the world. Sorry if your name's Clint, but that's his newest reason of why he just is fucking terrible at baseball. Like they the jacked him to Jackson's go by his, his God given name. Yeah. Next thing you know, I mean, now it seems like he's going to throw shade at his parents now. Like, Oh, you guys didn't let me be Jackson. <laughs> yeah. You guys didn't name me Jackson. So you didn't let me, I, that's the reason I'm batting two twenty is because yeah, you couldn't let me be called Jackson. So now maybe that'll change things. Also, is he up in the majors? I thought he was sent down. No, he's 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 still in the uh, minor league, I think. We got DFA'd, and then he got picked up into the. Minor well, I'm just system. saying because the the Andy Co- Alex Cohen tweet that I saw this this name change thing that went viral said after a two hit game last night had a nice chat with Clint Frazier learned that he wants to go by his middle name Jackson moving forward. Apparently, family and friends refer to him as Jackson, and even his Cubs teammates in the big leagues called him that. Oh, called him that. It does sound like he had he had got a two hit night. Over in, uh... yeah, you can get hits in minor league, and they, they cover that. Yeah. So do you th- wait? Do you think he changes bio from you know because he always had Scranton Rail Riders in there, whatever the affiliate of of the Cubs Double A or Triple Triple A is? That's something something of note. Go check out his bio. I hope it still says Scranton Rail Riders. It does. It does still say that. <laughs> and his name is still Clint Frazier, so he's bluffing. <laughs> I don't know, man. Um, he's still going to suck. Uh, speaking of people that got optioned, Clark Schmidt got optioned. Yeah, I mean, I'm not. I that's really... a bad opinion, Damon. I know that you're going to say you're not bothered by it, and that's a bad <laughs> opinion. I'm not, I'm not not bothered by it, but I understand it. I don't. You're going to tell me that Albert Abreu or fucking uh, Ron Marinaccio or Lucas Lickie are all better options out of the bullpen than Clark Schmidt. That's pretty- that's not even remotely close to what I was saying or the reasoning. I'm just saying you should Yankees fans should not be happy about this. I'm just saying I it makes sense considering the fact that he threw two long in- innings back to back. He was there's was no shy he's going to throw for at least 2 days and they needed some extra arms in the bullpen for a series coming up with, against the Astros, so I get the fact that they want to bring up Abreu for the series and have an extra extra arm just for the series. It's an important, it's important 15, games. That's a minimum. You have to be down in the minors for a minimum of 15 games. I'm aware of that, but I, again, I think that I'm not, I'm not hundred percent agreeing with it, but I understand the reasoning behind it. And I, that I, I can, I can get behind it a little bit considering the fact that we're facing the Astros and, it's a big game. It's a big series, and he's not really going to be able to throw it during the the couple games coming up against them. So I get, Shut the, up, I dude. get it. No, I mean this is what just an options no. move. He has Ooh, this guy off the band. stage. Um, I see where you're coming from. I, I'm not, again, bit, I'm not uh, saying I, I'm not saying I agree with it or that I think it's right. Uh, I'm just saying I understand it. Um, where the hell did Albert Bray come back from? Like I, he was gone. He was Royals apparently. When? though really like, like he, two days he ago. just came up and i was like he's not even on the yankees why is he no not? two days ago we we like recalled him back which is funny because that was the guy we traded for jose trevino so it's like we got the guy back that we traded him for they do love doing that but like yeah <laughs> they did that with uh, yeah i just Tab- like Tab- i was Tab- so confused trade. when i saw that i thought it was a different brave for a second i was like who why how 
But mm. no, that just happened. He just came. I mean, out. he looked pretty good last night, I guess. I don't think he should be up by Gurucha. He should not be up over Clarkman. That's obvious. Um, I don't know. I I just wanted to to mention it. I hope it's just a minimum fifteen days. I think isn't that the case, Chandler? You're the the I the the options guy. You're the resident options. Guy yeah, yeah. I'm pretty sure it's fifteen days that he has to be in the minors before he can get called back up. So so hopefully that's the case. Um. 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 um what else do you want to talk about? Um, I was going back to the, the, the big game, the, the, the big, big game. game, the big game. Um, I, before the, the game was out, oh God, sorry. It's the morning, everybody. Um, before the game happened, I was having a conversation. I was like, I really think that Stan needs to have a big game today. And he did. I mean, going into that game, um, I think he was hitting like, I think we have was hitting like a hundred in the last. We have a stat up somewhere. Um, he was not doing very well. I mean, he was hitting like one hundred eight in the last ten games or something like that. And he really needed to get back. Um, go, yeah, he was hitting one hundred three in his last nineteen games. Um, that was before last night, um, which is not good at all. And I think he really needed that to get back into a groove. And um, obviously, Stan is a huge part of this team right now, so. Um, I thought it was a very big moment for him to get that through run home run for the team. Yeah, and I, I think everybody who watches this team, I think this is the start of a stand and hot streak, and I, I hope that's yeah. the case. And, I mean, if he starts buzzing with Judge buzzing, we've always talked about, like, they can never be hot at the same time. That happened this year. Let's hope it happens again. Judge hasn't not been hot this year. He's just been hot the entire time. So hopefully Stanton can, can turn that on. If Stanton can turn it on, and by the graces of God, Hicks can figure out to keep uh, keep keep away, figure out a way to keep this going. Then I think this team is is ridiculous. Um, but and that's you don't need me to tell you that. But I don't know. Yeah. I think st- this is probably a time for a Stanton hot streak. One thing that I did also want to talk about. Um, I don't know if it's a it's relevant to that. I'm moving on from that. If you want to say anything else uh, about Stanton, I think it's just. He's gonna... No, I think he's, he he was due for that. He needed that, and yeah, I agree. It's it's the start of a stand hot streak that we need. So Mike, I wanted. Sorry, Michael said it on the broadcast last night. He said, "Now that that happened, he always hits him in bunches." Like, yeah, it'll happen. He's like the good version of what Higgy does. Higgy hits home runs when in bunches. Stanton does it, but like he he's actually good, so that it makes sense why he does that. He's just a streaky player. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Well, H- H- Higgy does it in games. Stan does it over over like a stretch of games. Higgy does well, Higgy it started doing game. games this this season, but it's always like if you hit a home run, if it, just rule of thumb, if you, Higgy hits home run in the first inning, you live bet him to hit two more that game. Yeah, and you just become who wants to become a millionaire? Me. Stan will have one in the next two games. Like he'll have another one in the series. I bet you. No, oh, no, you bet your ass. I'm betting that he's going to. And speaking of which. Uh, oh. This episode is presented by Chalkboard. If you want to talk about my picks, my gambling picks, uh, I'll be talking about in, them in there. It's the best Yankees group chat you're ever going to find. Uh, it's a bet syncing app, so we talk about our bets in there, but also it's the biggest Yankees group chat on the face of this earth. So go to link in the bio. Uh, go to the link in podcast description to join our Yankees group chat, and it's a lot of fun in there. Got almost 500 people in the group chat. It's buzzing. It's a pretty wild time, so go to the... Uh, Link in our bio, link in the You're podcast. Missing out, I in there. Everything's linked down there. Download the app, join the group, and uh, say hey to Murph.
He really wants to hear from you. Yeah, he's missing you. Whoever's out there, for those, for those you. in the audio only, he gave you a nice wink. Um, one thing that I did want to talk about as well is the All Star rankings yeah. or All Star voting. I like this graphic. Um, there's obviously a few people that are leading their positions. Aaron Judge, um, I think, is the only one from the Yankees that are currently slated to be the starters in the All Star game. Obviously, he's leading the entire league in voting, isn't he? That you know, that's yeah. obvious. Yeah. Um, as he should, um, but he's the. I know there's alternates and stuff too, like that. Yerk Labor didn't have an unbelievable year that, and he ended up making the All Star team because he got swapped out because people get hurt, whatever. Um, but I wanted to go through the list of people in the in the starting lineup currently where they rank among their position in terms of in terms of votes currently. Um, Jose Trevino right now is second as position to Alejandro Kirk. We can get it go into that in more detail. I think that's the closest one. Um, I think Ho- Kirk is having a very good year, but I don't know. At the same time, he has an entire country voting for him, so who knows? Uh, Anthony Rizzo is third as yeah, position. It's Canada. It's Canada. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> Honestly, on that note, I think the Yankees fan base has more people, like more firepower. So I can't use that argument because I think we have more potential voters across the country in different countries because we're the Yankees than just they do because they're a different country. Kirk yeah, also they'll, deserves they'll care to be about hockey star. anyway. Kirk's also has better stats, so I, I'll, I'll give stats Kirk aside, the there. I still think Trevino could start over him because he's ha- had some of the like non-cumulative saber metrics. Like you know, he's got the walk-offs. He's also a very good catcher, like the framing and everything, which doesn't really play into the All-Star voting, I guess. But like. Even if Trevino wasn't having the season he is, like Kirk is, he's having a great year. And I did not realize that he's only 23. That's pretty Yeah, cool. I didn't either. He's 23? Yeah. I legitimately thought he was like 46. <laughs> no, they have an embarrassment of riches at the catcher position. They just called that kid up. Uh, Moreno? Just, yeah, Moreno. And he's like their prized prospect and he's a catcher also. So it's it's crazy. Plus, Dan, and, can't forget Danny Jansen. We cannot forget Danny Jansen. <laughs> um, but rounding out this list, Glaber Torres at fourth for second base. Connor Falefa is at fifth for shortstop. Don't know how that's possible. Um, Yankees be, fans are loyal. Yeah, that's <laughs> that, that. I want to get into that in a second, too, because this system is broken. So um, broken. DJ LeMahieu is in fourth for third base. Judge is in first for outfield. Outfield is just outfield, not left field, right field, center field. John Carlos Stanton is fourth for outfield. Gallo is 15th in outfield, and Donaldson is 6th for DH. Um, anything there that stands out to you before I yes. get into it? Okay, go What ahead. a wild world we live in that John Carlos Stanton is 4th in outfield and Josh Donaldson's the one getting DH votes. Who would have ever... If I told you in 2000... 2021, if I told you at this point last year that next year, Josh Donaldson, future Yankee is going to be receiving votes to start the all-star game at DH and John Carlos Stanton is one of the outfield votes. You would laugh in my face. Who has played more games in the DH spot? Him him or definitely Stanton. Stanton, he has. Uh, I don't it would oh, not shock. This year career, sorry. Yeah, this year, because he's getting oh, votes oh, as a DH. Oh, probably over Stanton. Stanton is getting the outfield. Stanton's played a bunch of games in the outfield. I'm not sure what the Yeah, yeah, no. Like. This year it's probably Donaldson. You think so? I mean, DJ's playing gold glove third base right now. Yeah. He yeah. he he actually might win a gold glove at third. I hope he does. That would we've be had a lot of, We've had a lot of people come up short there. So, I mean, Gio, 
for a number of years, and the guy who did win Gold Glove third base is playing shortstop for us, and is not playing very good defense there. So I can't, you can't count. Third base is probably the deepest position fielding wise, though. I feel they just give it to Matt baseball. Chapman just cause, just to give it to him all the time. Well, because he's a platinum <laughs> glove fielder. Well, I, know, yeah. I know he is, but like when he gets to that point of just winning it all the time, we're just like, oh yeah, he deserves it again. So yeah, you just assume that he's yeah, numbers are fine. Yeah, I mean yeah, that it's, matters. It's, They're still going to give it to him because. When you go, not that Matt Chapman's making the Hall of Fame, but like that's all people talk about when you get to the Hall of Fame. It's like, oh, he won an MVP, ten Silver Sluggers, three Gold Gloves. Like, like they'll give it to people over and over again. Is my point? Yeah, for that award, not so much for the MVP. Well, I mean, the MVP is separate. Like, there's we were talking about the polls that we saw recently of the MVP voting and the the blind stats, and that one with Mike Trout was against. Uh, Miguel Cabrera that year in 2012, I think it was. I feel like Mike Trout has won it so often. He's in that territory of like they're gonna stray away from him almost because it's it's boring and you don't want to give it to him every single year. I think the same thing is the case with like LeBron at times. I mean, I'm not yeah. as big of a basketball guy, but I I know that he's very good. And when you get very when you're very good, they almost don't want to go with the obvious pick and pick somebody else who almost deserves it but doesn't deserve it as much like when push comes to shove all else equal they'll pick somebody that's new over the the guy who has been dominant because he's it's like hey man let him have a turn you know what i mean <laughs> so i mean this, yeah. this this kind of relates just to like the all-star system the all-star voting system just being broken like we were talking about it before and we we're going to bring it up like xander bogarts you know i know he's on the red Sox, but the dude's having a hell of a year and you take a look at the and voting. he always does too. I know, and he's a, an incredible player. And yeah, Bo Bichette has more All Star votes than him, and Bo Bichette is having an okay year. Like, how does that happen? As a Bo Bichette fantasy owner, like he's not he's not having a special year. He's starting to heat up now, but he's certainly not the All Star. And Xander Bogarts definitely deserves to be there. And Murph, like you were saying, Tatis has one hundred and sixty five thousand votes, and he hasn't played a single game. That's it's fucked that, up. Yeah, that that tells you right there. He has more votes than Corey Seager. He has more votes than um, JP Crawford. Like guys who are having, they're playing games regardless of the seasons they're having. They're playing games and they have less votes than he does. So, it's, it's, I, would, I don't know if it's true, but he probably has the most votes on the Padres. Oh no, maybe Machado probably has more than one sixty-five. But like, how do you? Fix I would. It? Ho- I would hope so. Dude, yeah. the the MLB should. They should give you like a menu of players you can vote from. A, a menu. I I think yeah. it should be a player vote. The players should be the ones that, that look good. Like, or or the players should have, should have a weighted vote. Like their vote counts for, you know, I don't know, a thousand. So fans and the like players that. vote, but fans vote counts as one, and the players vote counts as three, or more. I would say because you know what, what's the, what's the ratio to fans to players, and then. Wait, stop wait, stop wait all your head. Way. Stop all your head. I think I think you had it with the weights. Just 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 well, I don't, I don't think three was the answer, but I think it should be a lot more than three. But I think Ten? it needs to be a ratio. How do you do that? I think it should just be I think it should just be um <laughs> excuse me. Um fan god damn it, Murph. Um I think it should just be coaches and players that vote. Like, but I, I do think the fans should have a say because it's fun. I guess I guess the move. They should get to pick but, the alternates. Like yeah. it should be. It, they have it backwards. Like the coaches pick the alternates right now. It should be the other way around. I mean, the that's fans true too. The they, should, they should just tell us that 
it's a fan vote and then in, on the behind the scenes this is the one thing i'd be fine with people lying yeah. to us like you know, make up a just, number make just tell us that we're doing it's like your your little brother that you play video games with his controller is unplugged but you you're, you're <laughs> and, and you're controlling it you just you you're, he thinks he's playing and he's having a great time doing it and he's blissfully ignorant but in reality you're controlling it and that's what i hope the all-star voting is in the future and another thing too that i want to remove from that is i don't want there to be at least one representative from each team if your team blows yeah I hate you, that too. you do not if you are on the pittsburgh pirates if you, you don't if you're on the oakland a's the kansas we're actively are, trying to lose and the kansas city royals are but frankie montas the actual is an worst team this year that's okay true. but that's you get fine. The, but if, that's, if he's actually an all star, he's an all star. It's the point. I'm just making a point. I guess no, you I get it. But I'm just, we're I know saying Frank- that as Yankees fans because our guy that's good deserves an all star is going to be an all star either way. That well, they have that in talk- play because of the fan vote. There's fan some vote people there that, that don't deserve to be all stars. I agree. Like I was just using that as a whole. I mean, yes, I know Frankie Montas should be an all star and should be a Yankee, but um, Cubs. Uh, the Cubs, yeah. Cubs. Who, now Ian Happ. But I mean, you could, I don't know. The Pirates. If, if the shoe fits, yes, that's fine. But I, in years past, there has been people that have made the all-star team just David because they're... Sorry. David Bednar's good. You bite your fucking tongue. No, I know. <laughs> that's I what I just said. Saying. He'd be an all-star. Oh, okay. Yeah, then, yes. Cincinnati. Yeah, There should not be an all-star just on the Royals. Just teams. The Royals, yeah. they're, they're like Andrew Benintendi. He's having an average. He's having a very average year. Like he they're should not be an all star. Having a five. very much above average year, but he shouldn't be an all star. Benintendi, last I looked, he was sitting like three thirty. Okay, I, off the top of my head, I don't fucking care. Detroit. They, the this the the stance is there should not be one just because your team didn't just just because you're a team. No, I I agree. I'm that's, with you. That's there because of the fan vote, is what I'm saying because. Yeah, guys from New York and Boston, you know that kind of thing. L.A. bigger markets, the Frankie Montas's of the world that the average baseball fan might not even know on mm-hmm. the East Coast at least isn't going to vote, and they're not going to get their votes. So I don't know about you guys, but I've never voted. No, me I, neither. Not I, I actually voted this year. I didn't this year, but I have before. It's a it's a hassle. Like it is. <laughs> it's. I'll tell you what. Like it's, yeah, I'm not going to do I, it again. After going through it, like, here's the thing. Once I open the thing up, it's like I get a lot very involved. I'm like, hmm. No vote right now. I, as I go through each of them, I'm like, this is pretty close. I want to I really give my, my real vote. Some other guys deserve it. And I sit there for a solid 10 minutes, and I think really hard about it. And it kind of hurts a little bit. But then you have to, like... Don't you have to like put your email in or something? It's it's something. Oh, was, God. It, was, it, it was such a easy thing to do, but it, in my brain, I was like, "Oh, this is such a hassle." It, it, I can't put like, my finger check. on it. But something... It's the email you got to check if you like want, you know, MLB newsletters, which I've signed up for probably fifty times now. Just every time you enter anything on the MLB app or website, you have to enter your email and opt out of the emails or opt into them or whatever. There's like six different buttons you have to click. And they always have fucking tiebreakers too. Like I know that at least for uh, like the competitions they have, those are annoying. I'm with you. Yeah, I I just uh, think the whole system's broken. I think a lot needs to change. I don't think anything will change, but you know that's that's the MLB it's for just, you. It's not a big enough deal to like 
change. There's so many other I mean, issues. Kind that... of, yeah, but I don't know. I think it, about the players. Like they're working their ass off. They want to be recognized. They want to be all stars and deserve to be like, you know, a you know, build their own brand up and play in an all star game and have this experience because they've had a hell of a year and then kind of get cucked because some other guys have a bigger name or they're on a team that sucks and, they, and then the team needs to give them credit because you know the reds need to be included in things and that so sucks. real quick just to uh this is a little off topic but it was something we were talking about earlier with the dj lemayhu versus matt chapman thing just for reference you know matt chapman's widely regarded as like just god as third base and the best thing to ever fucking happen dj lemayhu is having a better year god. defensive yeah a goddamn man brother um <laughs> no he's he's having a better year defensively <laughs> Than Matt Chapman is. Are, are uh, you are you prepared to walk into this territory? Because we are a podcast that does not know defensive metrics, and I think I'm just I th- reading the I, defensive okay. metrics as our better. But even even if you do know them, I I almost like it better that we just it's a it's a unknown to this podcast. But go go ahead. I mean, I don't need to dive into it too deep. No, do it, all, do it. I'm just looking at like defensive run saved. DJ LeMay, who has the nod, outs above average. He has the nod. That's all I was going to leave it at because I know there's going to be some dickhead that listens. So it's like, well, that doesn't matter based on sample size. And you can't really use that for third base. You can only use it for shortstop. And like, that's not the best metric. Like, I don't really care. I'm just looking at stuff and that fits my narrative. And I like DJ LeMahieu a lot more than I like Matt Chapman. So, <laughs> so I'm going to run. So there is I'm no stats to back it up. <laughs> there are stats to back it up. He's beating. I told you he has the non defensive run saved and outs above average. So. All right, that's good enough for me. I I just I'll just eyeball it. Underrated. <laughs> I know this is I, I'm not a defensive thing, but I just think the 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 people that decide to, the Gold Glove, it should just be like, how many outs did you get? <laughs> how many putouts? It should just be like you know the points leader at the end of the year in like basketball or something like that, or the hits leader in baseball. Yeah, it should just be whoever had the most putouts is or, the defensive. <laughs> <laughs> or it should be like how many highlights? How many highlights did you have, and then how many errors did you have? No, and here's what it is. I've 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 solved it. It's putouts minus errors. Yeah, and that and the and the, and the most positive differential there is the is the Gold Glover at that position. Yeah, fair. And then well, any any diamond yeah. plays gets a weighted uh, number. Damon, what did you say? Whoa, 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 you say with the weights? Any diving yeah. plays you make like gives you extra okay. points. That's fair. Can, and that, can that's you give me a breakdown? Similar to the vote, that's that's say. that counts as five versus. Can you give the me a, the breakdown of the weights again, Damon? Please. Of what weights? Yeah, the, I mean we got like, the all star. Yeah, to, but translate that into defensive weights for yeah. diving plays and errors. Yeah, I mean it should be every. Take this inside your brain for a second here. <laughs> just the the hamster running on the wheel right (laughs) i mean by that metric isaiah counter falefa would be the best shortstop ever since apparently balls that hit him directly in the fucking chest are hits and not errors no there needs to be an agreed upon you know there needs to be a group of people that decide that this deserved a diving play they're gonna have to have a conclave conclave yeah and they need to meet and every diving play gets you know there needs to be a ratio Every diving play gets ten extra points. Can we actually talk about We're just that? solving baseball here with Isaiah? I'm Counter- fixing baseball by myself right now, and no one's listening. Actually, Listen a, lot up, of, a lot of people are listening. <laughs> yeah, no one, no one actually makes decisions. You have a platform, Damon. Use it. Finally, 
Join chalkboard. Uh, well, what else can I fix? All right. Um, what were you saying, can Chandler? We, so can we talk about Isaiah Connor Falefa? How this dude just doesn't get errors? Like the, he's got to be. He's got to be. No, I'm not. Like it's just like a pretty, like widely talked about thing. Like it's not just me. He's like pe- he's got to be paying off the bookkeepers or something. Like the dude is literally taking balls like off the wrist, off the chest, and they're just giving a base hits. There was not like another two of them over the weekend, like just routine ground balls that went under his glove or he just booted and they're just giving him hits. It's wild. I've never seen anything like it. I'm not out to get him. Like I, well, he's, provi- he's providing, he's providing some value, not much, but like you literally, you literally you in, our, in our group chat, you're just like in the chalkboard group chat. You're always just like, if he makes, yeah, join the chalkboard if he's, group. does one minor thing wrong, you're just like, he just, he should die. <laughs> I mean, no, well, he does gonna, one minor I'm gonna, thing I'm gonna wrong. Up, like, I'm going to pull up the text from just from yesterday. This is uh, a recurring I'm sure if thing. I search IKF in my phone right now, it's just going to be a bunch of slander Oh, I just saw IKF is AIDS, dude. Um, <laughs> something else that I'm not going to repeat on <laughs> on the air. It, it's every single day, and it's, it's, it's not safe. <laughs> for uh being in front of a child so literally i, I just search ikf and there literally. is just a f- i just could keep scrolling it's just our podcast and chandler saying shit about it yeah i don't oh, think one God. of us have texted about ikf i think it's just chandler motion to you put have. ikf on the sun ikf going to break the lb record for most ground outs to a short to that's a typo to short this year um Will IKF ever get hit again? Yes. Plus 1,100, no. Minus 200,000. <laughs> <laughs> IKF is also dog shit. I hate IKF. <laughs> I can keep going, but this... This is this is a classic moment of, of keeping the receipts, and I'm very happy that you can, you can search because Chandler can't even say right now that he doesn't hate IKF. No, I mean, I, that has nothing to do with what I'm saying. Like, that's neither here nor there. But it is crazy how he's not getting errors on some of these. Like, this is actually something that's been talked about for, like, weeks. <laughs> IKF, <laughs> one of her last 16 with 8Ks, not bad. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I don't even want to say it's an irrational hatred because you are pulling some numbers up. Maybe you're cherry-picking some things to fit your narrative. But just... <laughs> Because like you look at his numbers overall, and he's. I mean, those were from the beginning of the year when he was hitting like two oh (laughs) eight. I still don't. I like. I've never not talking great about him still, but like you know. (laughs) Oh, you don't say. But those those are from uh, earlier in the year. I think I don't like IKF because it looks like a sad pug. (laughs) (laughs) I remember that one. Direct quote. Put that on a quote graphic posted on our Instagram. (laughs) Uh, There's a lot, but yes, I think you're out to get IKF. I think he deserves some of it, but not all of it. <laughs> I'm not out funny. to get it, but that actually is like a thing though. I'm I'm dead serious. It's wild. I don't know. Like I mean, look at the ball that was in Sevy's one hitter that was like just a routine line drive and he ducked under it. It's wild. He's not getting errors. I don't get it. I've never seen anything like it. Something to keep an eye on. Something to keep an eye on. And we yeah. will continue to update you guys with the uh well, maybe that could be a recurring segment. Just like every other week or something, so we'll let we'll let it pile up a little bit. The the, the chatter Damon will every other week search IKF in our group chat <laughs> and and we'll just and it's all going to be Chandler's responses were any of those somebody else talking about IKF or was it just Chandler um I I don't know exactly but it was mostly Chandler <laughs> all right 
uh, conversation about somebody else other than IKF is I, I know we talked about this a ton, but I thought this would be a good opportunity to bring it back up is um, Chapman came out and there was somebody asked Chapman that uh, about the Clay Holmes situation. And apparently he's open to a new role upon returning from his injury. Um, I, I personally think this is, this is smoke. Uh, this is fire, not smoke, meaning it's, it's a real thing. Um, because I think the reason why that Boone and everybody else was saying that we aren't going to, name clay holmes the closer is because like we were saying almost like you don't want to hurt his feelings type thing he's been the closer it's a whole big ordeal uh to make somebody not the closer the fact that he addressed the elephant in the room because it is an elephant in the room is is a big thing to me he said and i quote um i'm at i'm past the point in my career which i would for a role for the closer role um i i don't know what do you what do you guys make of this i I mean it doesn't really change for me what is he gonna say like i mean He's not just going to throw a hissy fit on the interview. I mean, we'll see, we'll see whenever he actually gets back. I, I think that money's going to play a factor in it, just like it does with pretty much all big decisions. And we'll, he's still going to close games, whether we like it or not. So I don't know. We'll see when he comes back. But I just don't. I, again, what do you say in that situation? Like, you can't just be like, yeah, it's fucking stupid. I should be the closer. Like, you clearly should not. This guy. Also, shout out. I saw Clay Holmes yesterday. But, um shout out neighbor yep did you tell him he should be the closer yes <laughs> should have yes. gotten some insight should i have sprinted like, out of the store when i saw him walk by i was like sir sir did you hear what chapman said you <laughs> what do you make of this <laughs> but here look at yeah. this <laughs> i had to use some judgment there apparently it's not cool if a grown man just sprints down the street to catch up to another grown man to say hello but um no he probably would have pepper sprayed you that would have been cool. You could tell your kids that you got Clay Holmes. I don't Clay think Holmes. Clay Holmes you got, you got pepper spray anybody. You got pep- Imagine you did, though, and you can tell your kids, like, or you can go up to your grand- grandkids, like, hey, kids, gather around here. I'll tell you a story. Yeah. So one time I, w- I was walking down the streets of New York City. Yeah, the big <laughs> one. The big apple. And I, I was walking, assuming at this time you're not going to be in the city anymore. You're going to be somewhere in the south. And yeah. you're going to be like, gather around, kids. Gather around, children. <laughs> uh, so there was this one time that grandpa or i don't know what you want to be called as pop, the grandpa pop. but i know P-pop. damon's p-pop was walking down the street and he got pepper sprayed by the yankees closer who had an era plus at the time of 12 31 <laughs> honestly they, we all deserve to be pepper sprayed by clay holmes for the initial reaction <laughs> yeah you should, show, you, should, you should have shown the video of us reacting to him being on the yankees hey clay i have something to show you <laughs> I like to think Holmes. How the fuck do you even spell Holmes? <laughs> <laughs> that was. I think that's my favorite part of that. Damon <laughs> is trying to spell Holmes. <laughs> Everybody's like outraged at David. H-O. Everyone's looking at like sabermetrics and like and stats and this and that. And Damon's like, "How do you spell Holmes?" H O M E S. In hindsight, though, it was really funny because, Rella, you were like, I don't care if this guy's the best ever. We still lost this trade. And then he actually <laughs> became out of nowhere ever. to be the best ever. Like, and now there, I see graphics like Bronx Pinstripes just posted a graphic of the you know, the best ERA pluses in a single season. And he's 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 doing better than Goose Gossage and, and Mo Rivera in, in their best years, not in any specific years. Um so yeah, actually, while we're on the topic, I know that we talked about Clay Holmes a ton. Um, 
but I was talking to Damon about this. Do you think that there's a ch- like? What do you think the chance is that he like this is the beginning of Clay Holmes being a closer, the Yankees closer for years to come? He's 29, so like he can totally be that. Um, basically, it's a two part question. Do you think this is he has an opportunity to become the closer for years to come? Um, and do you think that like what? How cool would it be if he? This is like. Like the numbers where you compare to Goose Gossage and Mo Rivera, obviously they're staggering. They're, he's in that realm. So, what do you think the odds are that he becomes the next? Like, if we look back ten years from now, Chandler's talking to his grandkids, and he's like, hey, "Listen, I have grandkids I, in ten years. <laughs> grandkids. But you're telling a story about Clay Holmes. Or then, like, what are the odds that Clay Holmes is in that category of great Yankee closers when all said and done? I think that. I think we'll find out next year because this is Chapman's walk here. And then it's going to be, to me, a competition between the wise again and him. And we'll see. We'll see who wins it. And I, like, obviously, if you're going off the wise against like 10 games this year, it's easy to be like, well, that's a stupid fucking argument. But we were having this conversation last year. Like, what are the odds that Loisaga is going to be the next great closer? So I don't know. I would wait till the end of the year. I don't think you can accurately guess right now just because we don't even like i said the wise isn't thrown in months i and i think it's truly going to be you want to talk about splitting time i think next year those two are going to be getting the bulk of the high leverage things i think we can all agree that chapman's as good as gone so um i think it's going to be between those two and we're going to see and i think whichever one does pan out that then they have a chance to make a run at being the closer for you know an extended period of time they both have the velocity they both have the stuff for it so like I said, I could, only time can tell. I could see a David Robertson situation. Just like very effective for a few years. Absolutely beloved. Um, I don't know. That's kind of what I'm thinking. I could see this conversation being an offseason. Like, obviously, this is assuming uh, Loisaga comes back and he's in his, his regular dominant self. This is totally going to be a conversation. If Chapman walks, then like we're going to be like, okay, who's the closer next year? Is it Clay Holmes? Is it Loisga. And I think I mean, obviously you can't make a decision on that now, but I'm just saying I could see it being a conversation. And I was just, I, I was bringing this up just to say that like me and Dave were talking about it. And I thought how cool would it be if this was like the, the tip of the iceberg with the clay Holmes being dominant thing. And we just, this is the beginning of a really dominant stretch of clay Holmes being like the Yankees obviously have been blessed with Marion Rivera being a dominant closer for years. It'd be really cool if he was the next great thing. And he just figured I'm glad it out. you said off season because most of the reason that Mo was as good as he was is because he was so dominant in the playoffs. Yeah. And we haven't seen Clay Holmes pitch in the playoffs, but by the off season, most likely we will. So yeah, and and obviously, I don't even think after one year we're we're not going to have that conversation of like, oh, is he one in that realm of best closers ever? I'm just saying, like, I think he's young enough that he can continue to do this if he if he puts one full season together of being the Yankee closer and he wins the job, I, I just, it'd be cool to see him if he can continue this. I don't know. I, I guess there's nothing from me on it now, but I just wanted to put it out there into the world. It's a definite, <clears throat> it's a definite possibility as they say. Um, yeah. Judges arbitration today. I don't yeah. know how you can go into that with a straight face as the Yankees and argue that he's not worth $21 million. And I know that it's not based on this year, but even last year he finished, what, third in MVP voting? Like, 
I had some somebody commented that like you know it's just based on last year. Like he still had a fucking borderline MVP year. So like I don't. But it's not based on last year. I know it is. Yes, it is. It is. It is. But I know it. But if if you're telling me that this season and him walking off and doing all these things when they sit in that room today has nothing to do with the number he's going to get today, you're wrong. You're just wrong. And like that's and if it does, that's stupid. If because he should be getting. And I'm not even get that super worked up about this. My blood's starting to boil though because everybody knows how we we all should feel in this situation. If they're off by four million, it's that's ridiculous. Just it's pennies compared to what you're about to potentially pay him for a long term contract. Just chalk it up to the future contract and like take the dollars out of that. Whatever you want to do, don't go to arbitration because that's potentially going to bite us in the ass when the off season comes and he's talking to a bunch of teams. Like, why have that blemish if if he's already saying he's going to talk to other teams? I don't. It's almost a sense of arrogance. Like you think that he this won't have a blemish on his potential return in the off season. Like it's. I thought there was going to be good. Some, like, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I thought there was going to be some kind of like news or something. They pushed it back from Tuesday to Friday. I was like, well, yeah. maybe something cool is going to happen. But I don't know. Randy Levine's just putting on his war paint, ready to just be like, well, well, you got injured like four years ago, so fuck you. Like I thought it was. I thought that meant extension. I didn't want to say anything because I didn't want to jinx it, but back in my I, head, I was like, why else? Well, I was talking about it. I really it? thought there was going to be an extension. I think we would know by now. We would. Yeah, I don't I, I don't know what time the hearing is, but I don't expect it to be pretty. I mean, Joe just came out with the comments and he was saying, like, I get it. It's a business. It sucks, but I get it. It's a business. I mean, like the year he's having right now, I, I know. Like, can you agree, Chandler, that like, yeah, it's based on last year's stats, but you, like, when push comes to shove here, you don't bring that guy to because of what he's doing this season. You don't bring him to arbitration because of I don't think they should have brought him to arbitration in the first place. I'm just saying, like, that's what I'm saying. I, think I, I, I don't know because it's a I'm just saying, like, once you get there, it's not like it's just Randy Levine versus Aaron Judge, it's a third party, you know, arbitrer. So I, I don't, I don't know what the arbiter. process arbiter whatever that's what i said <laughs> but uh i don't know what it looks like in the courtroom or wherever they do this i obviously i never will know that i'm a pretty insignificant person in the world um but you hey, know I, I i just i don't think a third party person their whole point of having that third party is to make sure that there's no bias one way or the other so but even then like i said even even if there's nothing taken out of this year and this person's never watched a baseball game in the history of the sport, not even a little league game, you can, you can argue looking at last year's numbers, he's worth more than 21 million. So like, I don't, I just don't think there's any way he can lose this case. I think it's a slam dunk win. And I think that the more the Yankees fight it, the worse it's going to look. And I'm actually very nervous to see, because this has the potential to put a huge black mark over a special season. If this gets ugly, if this goes the way the Batanzas mm-hmm. one did, this is something that we could look back on in September or October and be like, everything was going right. Why'd you have to fuck it up over four million dollars? Yeah. yeah. And we're and for context, we're recording this Friday morning. It's like seven thirty uh right now. Um it's happening today. Uh, what time is it happening today? I have no, no idea. I don't know if that's happening today. It's happening today, so hopefully we have good news. I mean, the whatever number he was asking for, what was it? 20, 21. 21. 21. If you don't 
if you are not giving that's what the, the thing too like they're not going to give him that number otherwise they wouldn't have gone to arbitration so they're I mean, going to give if, they're going to give him a lower number they're going to meet in the middle you want me to be like the that. arbitrator it's going to be 19 meet in the middle it's not going to yeah, be 19 need, he's, gonna get, he's going to get to, i know i'm saying i agree Murph. it's like do you need a person to really like i don't know how the I, yankees I can't just go in and be like hey want to split the difference 19 I mean, this, this could have been avoid it yes this is the definition of this could have been an email like they like hey man i don't know it's just ridiculous yeah, it's, it's, it, is, it is ridiculous that, like, it, there's this huge deal about... I know, like, we're saying, oh, like, oh $4 million. Like, it's a lot of money, but in the, not, grand, though, in the yeah. grand scheme of things and, like, in this situation, it really is not a lot. And if... Here's the thing, too. And you're going to arbitration one over $4 million. We We already mentioned that's ridiculous. But you're also going into arbitration knowing that you're going to probably split the difference. So you're really going to arbitration over $2 million. So yeah, at that, at that point, what are we really talking about? That's that's they'll they'll make that in pretzel revenue tomorrow. Yeah, we'll let Damon crunch the numbers and tell you guys exactly what that two million is in terms of it's it's like the it's the Cracker Jack sales for the first thirty games yeah. of the season, like Ounce, that's, ounces of beer poured ratio. And it I just sh- it, bo- it bothers me all the time. Yeah, uh, it bothers me all the time because I'm now I'm going to go ahead and and look back at the revenue generated for the Yankees compared to their payroll year over year. And it's just, they have the money. Like you're really, it's, it's not, we're not the athletics here. Like, why are you, that's why we say 2 million is 2 million. It's, it's a lot of money, but it's really nothing. It's so insignificant. It's the difference of you. It's you going up to Chipotle right now. And you'd be like, there was like a guac is actually like, "Mm, but is it though? Like, let's, (laughs) let's talk about this. (laughs) And then you're just like, how about I give you $1 instead of the three. And that's like, that's just not, just keep just pay the, the extra money. It's not that big a deal. And I it's, honestly, I think it's a less less of a noticeable difference than us paying Guac extra. I think it's less of a a bearing on their pockets. <laughs> what? No, I, I agree. But yeah, probably. That's sad. No, I'm but saying yes. I think it's less. I, I think it's less. I mean, of dude's a, a multi billionaire. You think about it less. No, I'm not saying judge. I'm saying the Yankees. I two, know. Two I'm saying Yankees is I know Judge is a billionaire. I don't what. Oh, Damon just didn't. I don't know. He didn't understand. So I was. Uh, I, I, I very. I understood. I understood it completely. Don't worry. Okay. Good. <laughs> I, I, I gotta say, it's, maybe it's being outside for this one, but I think my metaphors today have been on point. I think my math has been subpar, but the thought has been no, there. I, I think it's been exactly on par with what you're usually nice. doing. <laughs> Not really compliment, but really, sure. It wasn't really compliment. <laughs> <laughs> Um, and I guess this is just a good opportunity to bring in more judge stats because this is him and Clay Holmes are becoming recurring segments on this show of just like talking about the history of them. And uh, judge had another multi-homer game the other night. And now when you look at the most multi-homer games in New York Yankees history, um, there's an asterisk next to this one. Babe Ruth's at the top. Um, he wasn't good. He wasn't good at baseball. He played against electricians. Murph. Um, he had 68 asterisks, obviously. Um, put that in the same camp as the uh, Astros World Series. Uh, Mickey Mantle, I'll count that one, 46. Um, I'll count Luke... that one. <laughs> <laughs> Lou Gehrig, 43. That remains to be seen. Jerry's still out on that one. Um, Joe DiMaggio. They're, exactly they're, the the they're on the same team. <laughs> they're literally on the same team. <laughs> Look, I've never I've never told anybody that was a historian, so it's, it's whatever. Um, Joe DiMaggio. Uh, jury's out. Alex Rodriguez took steroids. That's an asterisk. Um, Aaron Judge, six seven. List. So, so when you th- when you think about it, he's <laughs> like number two on this list. 
Um, but he has, he has 22 so far with the Yankees. He, I actually, it's, it's crazy. If he does get an extension, it's wild to see like where he could end up on that list. Like looking back, I yeah. talked about like best Yankees of all time and like where Clay Holmes could fit in that category of, of closers. And it'd be cool if he actually is in that camp when, when it's all said and done. Aaron Judge, if he gets extended, when it's all said and done, I think this is more of a slam dunk. I think he is going to be one of the leaders in every category for the Yankees all time if he gets a long mm-hmm. extension. I don't know. A lot of these guys been on the Yankees for like 20 years, and they just rack up stats. It's kind of hard to do that when, I mean, like, he's not going to have the uh, the the games played to be able to break a lot of these records. I mean... Single season records, sure. I think he'll definitely have opportunities to do that. But Yankee records in terms of season of career long things, I don't think he'll really um, hit a lot of those because he's not not gonna play as many games as a lot of. But these the guys. fact that he's even in these conversations is a testament to how good he how how like oh, of ridiculous, course, yeah. of a, ridiculous of a rate that he's doing these things at. Like he's at twenty two multi homer games in in his career with the Yankees. It's not that many se- like seasons, obviously. And he's like, when you look, I'm, I'm giving you the numbers now. Joe DiMaggio had 35. He obviously did that over his entire career. And Judge did, had 22 over how many years with the Yankees. It's just, it's crazy that he's already in this category. And it's just a testament to how um, unbelievable it is. And it's just another reason why he shouldn't be going to arbitration over, like I mentioned now, $2 million. So yeah, just your, your daily... Judge. All the New York papers are some sort of headline, like thanks, Aaron's plural, but like on the end, but all of them are, you know, prefaced with on the eve of Aaron Judge's uh, arbitration. You know, the Yanks can't afford to angry Aaron on the eve of arbitration, on the eve of arbitration. Like, uh, Judge Caps Wild Night, then he come back, money player. Just fucking pay. Jesus Christ, man! This is really, I, really good news. Aside, aside from arbitration, just like back to the real baseball stuff and like the game itself, that was a, that was a three zero count, right? That he hit that walk off on. Yeah, three one. I thought three one. Whatever. Ah, uh, three one. Okay, maybe not. I don't know. I could be wrong. I'm not that. You still give him the green light on three one, damn it. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm saying. I'm just. I was going back to the fact that I love. I love the fact that he he swung on a breaking ball. On his by his knees on a three zero count. If it was three zero, but anyway, I just I love looking that. back at that. Looking back at that pimp job. Do you? I, I feel like it, it was very similar. It was almost exact, Murph. But I Talk almost feel Hicks. like yeah. I almost feel like this one was just like there was a there was the same, but he had just like so much relief at the end of it. Like if you look at his face, I feel like it oh, was yeah. less, it was less confidence. It was more release like of, of like just, and that's kind of what I meant when I said earlier, like, is he going to kind of figure it out now? Like, is that the monkey off his back that he needed? Cause it was in a big it spot. Could be. That could like, be. is it like a form of the yips that he had that he just needed to get rid of? Like, I don't know. I could see it. I could totally see it. I mean, he could also anything. I could also see position. I could also see him riding this high for the next two weeks and just doing dog shit nothing too. And then people like are just swinging gonna... with too much like blind confidence. You mean? And yeah. He's now just, he's like, like I'm the fucking man. Everything. I can I everything. can do nothing for the next two weeks and, and no one's gonna say shit. It's like the Gary Sanchez effect, really. Dude, well, he's going to, one thing to walk like, well, on, to the next ball in the outfield. Yeah. No, he's gonna act like he's he's, he's got the Gary Sanchez paradox. So I'm gonna call it. 
exactly like but chandler i i think this is gonna this is gonna be something that bothers you for a while because we were streaming the game on on monday i think it was and hicks hit that triple and he, i've never seen chandler so upset before chandler is a, a man who usually keeps it together and he's not upset when, unless it comes to ikf or hicks for that matter honestly so it was it was par for the course but he was so mad he, he just immediately screamed as soon as the ball was off the bench, like dude run like go go and <laughs> like, like, else... don't you don't do that unless it's fucking 30 rows deep it, like that should never happen that should never happen especially, especially in a game like that. stadium that was a tampa oh like, it wasn't tampa that yeah. should never ever happen like you are losing that baseball game D- fucking run run like it's that it's your job you're getting paid 10 million dollars to run fucking what 270 feet i mean that's a very (laughs) simplification of what he gets paid to do (laughs) i mean but i I would i bring it i bring it up just to say that i think after that walk-off i think we could see some some more of that like some more pimping things that don't deserve to be pimped because of the confidence coming off that walk-off or just gonna off, launch his bat into the fucking outfield after a walk <laughs> <laughs> yeah he's yeah he always does that but i do think he's a little more he's gonna have, be a little more cocky now which i i mean i hope he does because I, I hope he you know continues to hit the ball and if he's hitting the ball he can pimp all the all the fucking hits he wants just gonna start pimping his fucking pop outs to second. I he just, does. He does that right now. I don't know, man. I man, I hope he does better. I just like I want it. I if he can produce, obviously not at this level because he's not gonna hit a home run every bat, but and he's not gonna hit three hundred. But if he can produce somewhat, you know, it's somewhere in the middle of what he's done for June and how he started, then that's fine. I mean, I, I mean that is sufficient. Dude, in the beginning of the season, we we said that. We were like, we don't need him to be anything crazy. We just need him to, to do what he's built to be do, which is get on base, get a couple hits, and be a plus fielder, and steal some bases. And he's done one of those things so far. So How many, which outs, is, which is he, how many outs has he put out minus his errors? I had to look at the stats, but I think the ratio is there. <laughs> he might break. <laughs> well, I will say this about him. He might break the record for the most caught stealings in an a season dude is trying so hard for that 30 30 thing he gets thrown out like once a game every time he gets that he didn't he pinch run and then he immediately stole (laughs) and he got picked off i think (laughs) (laughs) this this dude thinks he's actually ricky anderson it's actually hilarious how many times he tries which when you think when you look back to the numbers that crazy stat that always floats around with ricky anderson is that's not that crazy when you go as much as he did he has he's been caught stealing like the most in mlb history isn't that true I mean, checks out. I mean, he, yeah, he goes a lot. He but Hicks, a lot Hicks is going to be that. Hicks is going to be the new guy to be caught stealing the most. But it's just because he gets his ratio of of caught stealings. To Dude, he he try. messed himself up by telling the entire world he wanted to steal thirty bases. Now everyone is just he looking out for up. that. If he just kept to himself, him didn't say shit, he would have had a better chance. But now everyone's like, oh, this guy's going to fucking run every time just because he wants to prove to himself he can steal 30 bases. And honestly, too, if he did that, I, we wouldn't be making fun of him. We'd I know. Like, all, right, all right. We'd be like, all right, great, Hicks. I'm glad you're trying. I'm glad you came in and pinch ran and tried to – you leaned a little bit too much. You were eager. Even if you got picked off, I'd be like, all right, man. I like the I like the intensity. I like that you're trying to go for it. But because he set that line for himself, now we're just like, all right, man. And like – 
your how many homers do you have right now? And it's we're we're like um, we're pretty deep into the season here. What's the what's the current count at for homers and stolen bases? Three. He, that was his third last night. Third what? Homer. Home run. He's got stolen three home bases. Runs I think he seven. Has five. Oh, he has seven. Seven stolen bases. What? Well, so what is the? What, and obviously this is. He's not getting it, but what would he? What would he need to be at to, to be going for thirty thirty at this point in the season? So we're like forty five percent of the way through the season. So four and a half. Four, no, no. So he would he would need he would need like almost 14, fifteen to be Yeah. He, he does not have. To say he's not there. I, I think. I think the fact that. Well, I think going back to what I was saying before, like in the beginning of the season, we were just we we said. We don't need him to be anything crazy. We need him to just get on base, be a plus field, be a plus fielder, and do all these other things. And we were so content with him being just average. And then he comes out and say he's getting the thirty thirty season, and then we're just like, oh, okay, fuck this guy. Like, there's no way he's gonna do that. And then he comes out and just is dog shit, which is the complete opposite of what we were saying and what he was projecting himself to be. So I think he did this to himself. I think he's yeah, cursed people, people, ever since he got that ace on that par four a couple of years ago. Yeah, that checks I, out. Like, he hasn't done anything since then. I went golfing the other day, and one of my friends drove the green on a par four. Not a big deal. But uh, I was like, yeah, don't do, don't get an ace on a par four because you'll be cursed like Aaron Hicks. If my curse was making $10 million to be dog shit at everything I do, I'd be pretty okay with that. It's a very good point. It's true. Uh, I hope he does better. That's all I'll say. We were talked just really poorly of him after he was the hero yesterday. But yeah, true. Oh, underrated moment of the game, I will say. But yes, no, Hicks did a good job. Yeah, he snaps to him. So congrats on the hit and the home run. So thanks. But um, underrated moment, Anthony Rizzo, 16 pitch at bat that knocked the starter out of the game effectively. That right there was the turning point in my eyes. And uh, I don't know. It just goes back to what you know, we were talking about in the X Factor draft that Anthony Rizzo's impact on this team. I mean, that's a walk. At the end of the day, if you look at the stat sheet, it's a walk. And, you know, big fucking whoopee walked as a major league player. But, you know, it's that's the stuff that doesn't show up on the stat sheet. That knocked the star out of the game who had retired, like, what, 15 in a row at that point? Something like that. Like, Ever since the stand home run. Since the stand home run, he was lights out. He was striking out every other batter, it felt like. And then, you know, here comes Rizzo. Put him to that 100 pitch point. Knocked him out. Got to the bullpen. And, you know, obviously we saw what happened from there. So, Kudos to you, Mr. Tony Rizzo, and thank you for your service. I've never heard the stadium so loud after, like after a walk, especially on TV. You can hear like people were getting riled up for that. I'm sure the oh, Bronx be buzzing tonight too. Yeah. Also, oh, when they did you, did you guys hear them uh, booing Who's El Tuve booing? after they hit him? Good. As they should. Yeah. Hope they hit him again tonight. <laughs> I hate him should. so much. Who throws the hardest now on the team? Probably Holmes, honestly. Oh. Well, Seve hit 103. I know Chandler doesn't believe it. Oh, true. Nobody hit 103. That was a faulty radar gun that day. Do we have anybody anybody that throws hard that's like, we don't really care if they, like, they're not, we don't need them to be in there. Miguel Castro. Bring up Medina. I'm thinking Miguel Castro is exactly that guy. Or call up Medina. And just have him be the designated throw at him, get thrown out of the game, and then put Clay Holmes in. Castro has enough movement too, where he won't get thrown out. Like he could start a pitch middle of the plate, and it'll run in and fucking hit him. In yeah, the he hands. can make that argument that he just sucks. Like he he just doesn't. 
have any can command or control, Murph. He was good last night. No, he does uh, not. If he can ever, he did look like if he can ever consistently locate, he's going to be just fucking dominant. <sighs> Hope he does, because that oh. would be a massive, <sighs> massive weapon to have. If you could, if you could get to a playoff series with Lewisaga back and Chapman back, and hopefully Chapman's back to form, not you know dominant Chapman, but at least good. And you can go to a guy that throws a hundred with twenty inches of run, a hundred twenty inches of run, hundred twenty inches of run. Just roll that out for four straight innings. It's pretty scary. Uh, Sevy versus Verlander tonight. That's pretty fun. That's pretty that's fun, fun game. Before we before we sign off here, because we're we're almost done here. I I wanted to <laughs> ask you guys a few things. Like, are you worried at all about the? Some of the starters recently, like Tyone, obviously didn't have an awesome start this time out. Uh, when you look at, don't say. You look at look at Monty's last start. He gave up four. Like obviously, this four is not a big deal, but it only brought a season era up to a two nine eight. But is there any worry in your guys' eyes of we like, knew it we, wasn't as we start to play bigger or better, bigger and better teams offensively? No, not not at all. It's just not. I mean, you're not going to go through a whole season of starters throwing to a sub two or you know two two era that's just not going to happen so you know what these aren't it's not like we have five garrett coles that are doing this like we these guys that are still just far exceeding expectations are the ones that are having you know a minor miscue here or there that's fine like these are guys we all talked about before the season as being mid-rotation arms and they're already exceeding that expectation and this is what we expected a full season of. And if this is their outlier, then I think that's fantastic. So, yeah. Agreed. Not worried. All right. That's it for me. Anybody else? No, let's uh, go beat the Astros. We're playing them. Obviously this series. And then we're playing them between two. Yeah. We're playing the, the A's and then the Astros again. We only played one game. No, it's only one game, right? (laughs) Why are we doing that? No, but why why are we doing that that the whole season? It's like I feel like we're playing all these teams in bunches. (laughs) No, you're right. The Orioles, the Orioles early. (laughs) What do you think she's doing? No, no, no. This isn't. This isn't even a. uh, It's one game. Just June thirtieth. It's not even a series. Oh, why? I don't know. Cole and Verlander. It's at Houston. We go. Unless ESPN is broken, it's four games this weekend Which against very Houston. Very well could be. Very well could be. Three games against Oakland, one game against Houston, and then weekend series at Cleveland. The only reason I'm thinking it's not broken is because the dates actually match up without an off day between. And it's going to be Cole versus Erlander in that That's one game. fishy. That's going to be a juice ball game. It's not even on a national broadcast, which is also strange, but... Speaking of single games, I really wish they'd had the Field of Dreams game and it was us again. Yeah, we were just in it every year. When is cool. that? When is that? Mid July, August. Oh, is it July? That's Cubs, Cardinals. I think so. Yeah. Cardinals. No, I think it's I the Reds. I think it's Cubs, Reds. That would. No, it's not. I think, no, I think the Cardinals. No one's going to watch that. <laughs> let, me, let me look because I'm the pretty MLB sure. A thing or two, which they don't. So I, I would side with it no, being. Yeah. <sighs> It being the Reds, but I don't know. I, I don't know. I don't know shit about fuck. Let's Amen. See. Amen. 
All right. Um, the Chicago there's... Cubs versus the Cincinnati Reds. Well, um, nobody's watching that. They they got they got to change that, or else they <laughs> or they got to like give them metal bats. <laughs> that would be fun. That, that'd be that'd be funny if they uh, they juice the balls last time. If they juice the balls this time, gave them metal bats, uh, moved the walls <laughs> in, like planted more corn fields early, put them on a little league field because that's that's what's going to get people in 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 the park. There's not anybody in Iowa anyway, so. Maybe right. only flying out only Iowa. sellout that the Reds have this year. This is the one with like three thousand uh, tickets available. <laughs> <People> loud. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, that'll do it for me. Um, if you if you could give us a five star review, that'd be sick. If not, I don't give a shit. Guess I'm saying that. I stopped caring. Um, subscribe to the YouTube. Uh, follow us on social media. Download the chalkboard app. It's in the bio. It's in the description. Um, Buy tickets on TickPick for $10 off. Peace. Way up firm and high. Out past the cornfields where the woods got heavy. Out in the backseat of my 60 Chevy. Working on mysteries without any clues. Working on a night move. Trying to make some front page driving news Working on a nine moon In the summertime Some pie in the sky, some. We were just young and restless and bored, living by the sword. And we'd steal away every chance we could. The back room to the alley or the trusty woods. I used to she used me, but neither one cared. We were getting our share, working on our night moon. Trying to lose an awkward teenage blues Working on a nightmare And it was summertime Sweet summertime, summertime And it's funny how the night moves When you just don't seem to have as much to lose Strange how the night moves
with autumn closing in.